0: How are you doing? It's Danny DeHec from the What Heck podcast. Thanks for tuning in and listening to my podcast. Got quite a lot of things to talk about today. I've got some facts I want to review and use some common sense logic with you when using some reasoning. Now, the Federal Bank in America has just uh, uh, increased the lending rates, which will probably push America into a recession. And I have a YouTube channel which you may be aware of and what I've been doing, I've been busting a lot of crypto scams as they pop their ugly heads out of the internet and mislead people with lots of stories. And one of those companies that I've been spending a lot of my time and energy on is one called Hyperverse. And just recently it's fallen over and there's a lot of excuses out there on why they're not paying out the rewards that they've promised to their loyal members or their community after listening to one of the membership leadership videos one thing was discussed a couple of weeks ago was about looking at the facts and reviewing the things that have actually happened with that company and seeing where they're at right now if you're not familiar with uh, my youtube channel i would recommend going to dehc.com and checking it out One of my mates, Vinny, he's got a YouTube channel called Project Frugal. Now he's done a lot of research and he's actually produced six videos of all the different stages that Hyperverse has gone through and I'd recommend checking it out. His YouTube channel is actually called Project Frugal and if you go to the first one, he starts from the humble beginnings and he actually looks at Ryan uh, sorry, Ryan Yu and where he originates from and where he began his crusade. Because a lot of the hype that's going on about hypertech is using Sam Lee and Ryan Yu and about their background and their experience in crypto mining. But you may be surprised when the research is done properly. The origins of these guys isn't what they have been uh, under the spotlight as, and I'm just going to play a little bit. We're of the going video. to
1: look at as part of the Hypertech Group is Ryan Zhu, a Chinese national. Now we're going to take a look at Ryan's LinkedIn page, which hasn't been updated for a long time. Ryan Zhu, co-founder, co-founder of something,
2: part owner of Bind.
0: So they've really painted a pretty picture about the knowledge of Ryan Zhu. And his experience when it comes to crypto mining. But if you take the time and go to Vinny, listen to his channel, you might actually be surprised that these guys aren't who they have been betrayed as. And it's actually um, brilliant when dug deep and their company's beginning. And he's even got, Vinny's even menaced. I don't know how he finds his content, but he's found some really good content showing you. Um, Him at home in his parents shop uh, even eating off the floor so he's had some humble beginnings and obviously he's uh, has had oh here's one of them here I'll see if we can play this
2: no no it's
1: inclusive maybe later when I'm actually earning some money okay
0: Uh, that's actually Sam not Ryan About here, you can see these guys have been struggling for years to get traction and actually start something. There's chapters in the first video. I'd recommend checking that out. Then you've got these little wee clips, which I think are priceless.
2: I'm Sam. I'd like to introduce you to my girlfriend, who has never betrayed me and my wife loves her very much. We all know who I'm talking about right here. It's Bitcoin. Hey, 大家好. I am Ryan Ryan. People have entered the a We only Bitcoin. Alan you uh, It's
0: pretty cool stuff. That's facts. So these are the three guys who are the masterminds behind starting up a company called Colin uh, Capital. Um, I'm actually saying that wrong and you haven't got notes on that one. Yes, you have. Thank goodness for that. Uh, So they started up a company called Bitcoin Group and then it um, merged into Colin Star Capital and then it went to Bitcoin Group IPO and then it talks about Ryan Zhu, how he was mining in China and this is basically uh, his claim to fame. But Vinny's brilliant because what he's done he's actually gone into all the... Um, papers about these companies well,
1: maybe that's after
0: and looked at where they were trying to get their money from to get traction um, don't quote me on the figures um, but I think they were actually trying to raise like 10 or 20 million and after all their efforts I think they actually only raised like something like 2 million dollars um, in the papers that he's going through in this very video it talks about how the wages that they were going to pay people in the company and who was going to get what uh, if they managed to get a certain amount of money raised. And even some of these videos that you see them doing of them talking about the mining, I don't know who this reporter is, but it does talk about
2: um,
0: how it was really difficult for them to find a country to do crypto mining at. And I do believe my take on this, I think the Hyperfund that they set up, their whole purpose of Hyperfund was funding to keep the mining going because it was so expensive. And then China all of a sudden kicked them out and they had to go to other countries to continue the mining and it just bleeds money, uh, something terrible. But that's um, number two. And you can see that's Ryan there talking about how he's a modern-day gold miner, but he's doing... Crypto mining instead. And all this here, if you look at these two videos, especially one and two, and you take the time to do your due diligence, you will see that the two founders that Hyperverse have been broadcasting are geniuses and they're worth billions of dollars and they have their fingers in so many pies. You can see this is just smoke and mirrors. And if you do the research like Vinny has, that these guys shouldn't get the credit that they've been getting. So let's go on to uh, number three. Now, this one here did make me laugh. This is really good. He looked up the company records for these companies that existed. And I think we were talking about Blockchain Global, Global Hcash, uh, what other company we got here? Molecular, oh, not that one. Yeah, but Ecolistar Capital, he looked up the uh, actual address of the directors
1: in Clayton Victoria let's go
0: and let's zoom now you'd expect somebody worth billions and to be living in a pretty flash house
1: so this was where Ryan Zhu was living as the uh, founder Ro star capital etc unit one number 36 right here we go 36 Morton Which unit is that? Maybe this one, maybe this one. So clearly a defined and distinguished residence for a billionaire. (laughs) Yeah, so
0: um, it actually makes a real mockery of these guys. But what I really got from watching number three, part three, was the fact that these guys have all been in bed together and they've been plotting this get-rich-quick scheme for quite a lot. I'm in two minds, like I believe that um, Keith and Kalpesh are actually the masterminds behind this. And one of the things that really blows me around, one of the facts is I've been watching a lot of the leadership training videos and Kelpish talks about how he's waiting for a new presentation to come from corporate. However, when that presentation was released, the voice behind the presentation was actually um, one of the, the, the VIP five people. So it sounds like corporate and the VIP leadership team are actually a lot closer than they portray. And now that kalpesh has turned his back on Hyperverse and doesn't want anything to do with it, he, um, uh, funny enough, uh, Keith and Kapish seem to have parted ways. I don't know what I'm trying to say, actually, but it's just um, Kapish has turned his back totally on Hyperverse. Keith seems to be keeping it going for some reason. Then there's another division where, if you watch the Hypernations release, it doesn't seem to be any continuity together. They all have seemed to have like had a breakup and gone their own separate ways. And I can't quite figure out what's going on there, and it's called, and obviously now we've got the downturn of, what do you call that crypto stuff? It's just all gone pear-shaped totally. So people are still hanging on to Hyperverse, even though it's sort of merged into Hibernation. And then when you look at, you know, Colin star Capital, uh, if you look at Blockchain Global, if you look at Colin Star, uh, Hypertech Group, then you look at Hyperfund, then you look at Hyperverse, and now you've got uh, HyperNation, And now you've got Capiche doing something else with GS uh, GS Partners, which is another 10-level, you know, invest so much money and guaranteed to get return in so many days company that's no connection. And then you've got Hyper One. And then you've got all these people fighting over Sam Lee. And then all you need to do is go and watch Vinny's videos and find that Sam Lee isn't actually god and ryan isn't actually god and all the companies that they claim to have alliances with if you look into the papers of those companies and go to the company registry you can see they're just all smoke and mirrors and they're actually nobodies and then you've got to ask a big question and put it in your big fat little head is why do you have so much faith that sam and ryan are such leaders in this crypto industry because they're nobodies and they've disappeared all right, so let's go back. Um, so, yeah, so I really enjoyed number three because you could sort of see the origins of Colin Starr. Vinnie obviously talks about um, the things that are a lot deeper than I. He goes back to the uh, archive.org, brings up all their websites. He's done a really, really good job. So let's go to number four. Now, this is the release of... Hyper Capital, I think it was. No, I think it's Hyper Tech Group. They had a big opening that looked like rock stars. Here they come. This guy here, I've forgotten who he is. But these are um, the guys from... Uh it's so confusing these days. Keeping up with this isn't easy. Um hypertech, hike hypertech. I think that was um hypertech he started. Let's have a look. Hypercapital initial marketing, uh genetic technologies takeover. Sam Lee resigns from Digital X and Genetic Technology Boards. Hyper Capital uh, so this is Hyper Capital Event in Hong Kong. Um, and this is where Hyper Fun started up. It just uh, goes on, but these guys certainly know how to run an event and make themselves look like heroes. And Group. then the next thing CEO Jaden Wee,
1: as well as HKH CEO Adam Jerry and CMO Andrew little companies. Consists of Colin Star Capital, Blockchain Global, and Hcash. Now, Collinstar...
0: So here we are. You've got Hypertech presentation trying to get you involved in what turns into Hyperfund, and they're basically blowing smoke up their ass, telling you that these people and these companies are what is behind the Hyperverse or the Hypertech. It's just so friggin goes on and on and on. But anyway, my point, my point, my friend, is... Get your head out of the um out of the bad stuff and start focusing on you know find a product or a service to grow slowly. Um, the, the next few years are gonna be quite hard, especially if you're in America. But don't get involved in these Ponzi schemes. These guys are just scamming people out of millions of dollars. So go and check out my mate Vinny's videos, watch them. One to six, subscribe to his channel. He's brilliant, he's done a lot of research, he's done better research than I've ever dreamed to be able to do, and we um, exchange notes quite a lot, and I think he's done a bloody good job of showing you that even though you might be raving about, I don't know my shit, and I should, I just need to understand the blockchain, and I need to understand crypto, and how it all works, but hyperverse, or hyperfun, whatever you want to call it these days, just hyper-anything, is you really need to think the lies that you've been told by these leaders like uh, Keith and Kalpesh and uh, Gorman and uh, um, Brenda Chanda, <laughs> I call her Brenda Chanda, uh, are just there to help build their wealth. And they are passing off these guys who really are have disappeared and um, makes me laugh anyway let's go on to number four video I'm just going to have a flip through here because if you haven't done it by all means go and have a look for these old presentations who have promised you three times your return and your uh, in rewards it's not an, even an investment they tell you at the very start of these things that this is not in a a financial opportunity. <laughs> you're actually investing in the ecosystem, but a lot of the, the rubbish that's going around the internet at the moment, it's got nothing to do with the ecosystem or the hyperverse. It's just all about getting your um, your money. So let's see what else we've got. Thanks, Vinny. Oh, he's looked like he's upset there. Oh, upset Vinny. <laughs> um, this was funny. I just managed to pause it. So this is part five, but this guy that you're looking at, Uh, Vinny shows that um, he's had connections with Sam Lee and also another guy which I can't remember the name of but if you read the notes you'll see and then I think about here this is him getting arrested I think it was Thailand was it? Yeah in Thailand for fraud so obviously they're hanging around like-minded guys Uh, let's see if there's anything else that's interesting here just remember Vinny has dug deep and he's gone through all the, the papers and, and showed you who owns what of what company that did exist. A lot of the companies that they were saying that were existed weren't really set up properly, uh, which just blow, blows me away. And We've got my little bimbo there. I call it a little bimbo. Um, and these guys were, um, you know, obviously featured. Uh, and the other one too, I don't know if you notice that the video behind me was actually played on the Hyperverse uh, launch as the sort of um, I don't know what would you say it's sort of selling you the um, ecosystem isn't it isn't it beautiful and the ironic thing about that the company that actually produced that it was actually uh, for some sort of sim- cinema thing they they it was actually called The Journey of Mankind is the Sea of the Stars. And it's not even Hyperversus. A company called Dan Studios has actually produced that video and they had no no understanding that Hyperverse decided to use it in their video. So the opening of the launch of Hyperverse was playing this video as if they have created it to sell you the vision of the hyperverse and as you can see vinnie here is actually uh talking about that and if you come in here you can see in the notes oh you can see me in there too um, but they are actually trying to find <laughs> they've even contacted me because they want to find the company um they want to find hyperverse so they can um, prosecute them no doubt for using their video without their permission Lovely people, by the way. And um, some other funny things like Hope Hill, for example. Her name isn't, uh, I can't read her name, but it's uh, Ro- Roseanne Joel. Um, she was the compliance officer. So if you look at all the facts, you've got a whole bunch of lies. You've got people who are claiming to be compliance officers that aren't using their real name, that don't have any qualification. And in the video of part five here, Vinny shows you that... Uh, Hope Hill has actually been in prison before. Um, I I presume it was for fraud. Um, You can see a talking on the sofa here. But if you watch that sort of stuff, I mean, these are facts. So these people that are claiming to be someone, um, Hope Fund compliance officer. Oh, I'm going to see what he says. In
1: 1999, Renee Joel was indicted and arrested for running her own Ponzi scheme she would eventually plead guilty and be sentenced to 30 months in prison. The bad news is Joel was indicted in October 1998, basically done for fraud, into jail for 30 months, which, how many years is that? That's two and a half
0: years. Yep, so she's been in prison, jail, for fraud for two and a half years, and here they are using her under another name uh, as the compliance officer. So that's some of the facts that we have on Hyperfun, Hyperverse, Hypercapital, Hyperstar, Colin star, um and what's the other name we're thinking of? Uh, tech Group. Um, Hypertech Group. Oh, there's so many hypers. It's, it's, you just about have to um, be, a, I can't even say the word, uh, a scholar with words to pronounce them all. 20. So well done, Vinny. That's brilliant. And then he does talk about our friend Stephen Reese lewis who's a paid actor who keeps coming on with these poorly done videos. He got better as time went on, but no one can find him. So there's, there's another fact out there about hyperverse that Stephen Reese Lewis doesn't even exist. It was never stuck his head out in person. We've never had any photos with him or with anyone else. And a lot of people now have been watching the hyper nation launch thinking it's Stephen Reese Lewis, but it's not because um, we can tell his mannerisms are all different, but Paid actor, I've got a $100 reward out there for anyone that can actually uh, give us any information leading to his actual, the real Stephen Reese lewis so It's so much fun. So Vinny's had a lot of fun doing it. Now, I don't know if you know anything about YouTubers, but we do spend quite a bit of time uh, doing videos and putting them together, and it's really hard to actually um, gather information. So we can't always get it 100% right, but Vinny he's brilliant he's really done some good research here and i've thoroughly enjoyed um watching his videos so by all means let's carry on i've got to listen in for a bit more
2: about hyperverse our operations and future direction and how we're preparing to stand at the forefront of all the latest innovations today hello everyone this is stephen here it's been a while since i last connected with you in january 3 video we've been busy behind the scenes working on our hyperverse ecosystem and I updated that on my Twitter channel. I hope everyone is doing well.
0: Everyone's doing brilliant. Just get off, and then oh, you got to watch some of this. Sorry.
2: Hello, everyone. This is I C- mean, what? The CEO who of the America.
0: hell? Who the hell has their button done up these days? I want to know. And um, don't wear a white and pink tie on camera, mate. You can. It's just no contrasting colours. Not that I'm your colour wardrobe expert or anything.
2: I just learned of the names of the winners from our latest superman competition.
0: Even the echo in the room drives me crazy.
2: And I'd like to send out a hearty congratulations to the outstanding candidates that have outshined everyone else. To me, the winners of this competition deserve nothing but the highest of recognition. This award appropriately reflects the endless hours they have spent.
0: Now Vinny does something funny in a few minutes and he shows you how to create an NFT and I'm going to play it because it was bloody funny
2: and securing new members of their
0: teams. Hello again, Stephen here
1: once again. And I did say earlier on that I would teach you about some NFTs. You're annoying. We've got a very special NFT here. You can purchase this NFT for only 30 Bitcoin. That's right, only 30 Bitcoin, which you can transfer into HU or HVT or HyperDAO or MOF. <laughs> oh, that's about it
0: i got to so, speed it up.
1: 30 bit, A bit of a thing on the neck on the other side here. Down to here.
0: It's still for sale. fingers up to here. This and NFT. We'll
1: put me on a wall. There we go. And just put the rest of my body there. So that's all there
0: is to it. This is a magnificent piece of NFT technology. Good on you, mate. A bit of a screamer. All right, let's see what else we've got. So let's go on to video number six. I think this was just released the other day. Um, you can see here he actually shows that Kalpesh has actually done jail time. If you go to my community area of my um, YouTube channel, you can actually see that Kalpesh has actually served jail time. Now, if you read the documents, there was a case that where there was $12 million that went disappeared. Disappeared. Uh, there was other people connected to it, and Kalpesh was one of the ones wound up in it. Now they couldn't nail him for doing the fraud, so he actually broke some bail conditions. Would you believe when he was meant to be in court? So he got acquitted for the fraud, and then they managed to ma- uh, nail him for twelve months in prison and give him a three hundred and thirty thousand dollar pound fine. So theoretically, no. Mm-hmm. Technically speaking, not done for fraud, but has been done for breaking bail conditions. Now, that does sound like a bit of a plea deal, if you want my opinion. However, this guy has still been hanging around. It's not uh, You're only as strong as the friends you hang around. And obviously, he's been associating with people who have been committing fraud, even though they couldn't nail it on him. With all the evidence that we have at the moment... We can, it's pretty obvious that Kalpish has been promoting a Ponzi scheme. It's pretty obvious that in the last 22 months or so, he has made millions of dollars from being at the head of the leadership team for Hyperverse, and now he doesn't want anything to do with it. What would you do if you were Kalpish? You'd be looking for a way to exit out of Hyperverse. Why don't you just throw your mate Keith under the bus and leave him to it? And, uh, you know, as I said previously, it does look like that um, there's... They're telling us that they had connections with corporate. Kalpesh, in another video I had, talked about how he'd been recently talking to Sam Lee in his apartment in Dubai, and he spoke, met with him twice. He didn't get what he wanted out of Sam Lee, so he decided to drop Hyperverse and do his own thing. Now he's off to another Ponzi scheme. It's pretty obvious that's a Ponzi scheme. He's left Keith... Now, Keith is saying that he has met the, um, the corporate team. He was saying in last week's leadership meetings that he was meeting with the corporate team, or uh, well, had met with the corporate team previously. And then you've got this other crowd out there now trying to start up Hyper One, and they are saying that they've got recent photos with Sam Lee, in his uh, Dubai apartment we've looked at those photos and found the time stamps on those photos were 2018 and we did have evidence that the photos were in a Dubai apartment and they we managed to identify the buildings outside so that was true but those guys don't have anything to do with Hyper 1 so what I'm trying to say is they're still throwing Sam Lee and Ryan Ju's name around, trying to say that they're associated with Hyperfund, Hyperverse, here we go again, Colin Star Capital, um, Tech Group, um, Blockchain Global, um, Blockchain whatever, man, Bitcoin, whatever they used to call themselves. But those companies and those guys haven't been anywhere to be seen. So something smelly going on here, and I personally want to bet that Keith and Patrice uh, kalpish are in bed together with the whole Hyperverse thing. And they are trying to exit now. Now, they're wise. They want to look like they've had a breakup. This will cause disruption in the community. Uh, Both Keith is on one side and Kalpesh is on another. And there's all these other ringleaders. Like just recently, we had the guy Roman who was on the Hyperverse Uh, launch saying that this is a a good thing and he's raving on about how Hyperverse has been the best thing he's ever come across and then he produced a video about two weeks ago telling everyone that Hyperverse and Hyper (laughs) 1 and Hyper Nation is scamming and he had about 10,000 people view the video and now he's taken all the videos off his YouTube channel. These guys have been getting together and talking together in these leadership meetings in Dubai. Now, no one's really privy to that information except the handful of people. I believe that these are all businessmen that have got together and come up with what they thought was the perfect scam and basically have actually got away with a lot of it. And I believe a lot of the things happening at the moment are actually Um, all part of getting away with the money. Now, they reckon if you look at the crypto money that's been traded, there has been millions of dollars and these guys are very well. Now, Keith, if you're watching this, how much money have you got in the bank that you've managed to get out of Hyperverse? How rich are you from this? Because at the moment, they've got things going down um, talking about how the leadership team is actually getting a database together looking for people that haven't actually got their initial investment out of hyperverse and they want you to work out how much money you've put in, how much you've been paid out and how much money you're out of pocket and their goal at the moment is just to break even so people don't get upset. Now that's a lot of the leadership people who have made millions have decided that they're going to try to save um, these people. Now on Wednesday I released two videos of the last leadership meetings and you can go in there and you can look at those videos and there's actually a letter that I've been privy to of them asking the members to prove or show how much money they have been paid out. Now theoretically it wouldn't take much you wouldn't think for the leadership who, um, not the leadership but hyperverse or hypernation, whatever they're calling themselves these days to actually work that out and pay out and of course they're blaming the drop of crypto why wouldn't but they didn't sell that to people at the start they claimed that they were going to get three or four times their investment so anyway starting to rave on a little bit so i don't want to get there but let's watch some of this video here this guy that's got his arms around kelpish combined
2: with the leadership around the world can change your life
0: forever once and for all yeah. if you're looking for a home if you're looking for a place where you can hit that
1: big last run and really do it in style this is it so get in touch with mike find out
0: why we're so excited so mike went to prison and it does look like he's got his hand up his ass and making kelpish talk like a puppet remember kelpish has a a, a a lot of followers who we'll follow him around to the next multi-level marketing scheme both Keith and Kalpesh. Uh, Keith said the other day that he's been in multi level marketing for over 40 years, and Kalpesh said that he's been in multi level marketing for 27 years, and they just have these guys, um, they follow around building up communities. So, this guy standing next to him um, actually went to prison for fraud. I
2: promise you this, you will not be disappointed. I look forward to connecting with you some point around the world soon. Have a phenomenal week. See you at the top. Thank you, Kalpesh. Here's my So, you see, my brother, I,
0: I learned something in life success you learn with successful people he's around in the city for years he <laughs> did it really 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 good a lot of money but
2: Whoa, quality time that's yeah. why i'm here today and that's what i want to coach you quality time lifestyle lifestyle, lifestyle okay
0: real lifestyle baby uh let's have a look so we'll see what happened here
1: where's kelpish when you need him well he's moved on to other things such as hyperverse
0: that guy there was um the one that was just on the camera, $100 million. Imagine being arrested for $100 million of um, fraud. That would just be fund Hyperfund,
1: wicked. hypercapital, and all of that. You know it. Finally, after all that, Kalpish leaves Hyperverse. Let's find out a little bit more. So according to this article from behind MLM, Kelpish Patel... Ex- it's a
0: brilliant site, that... Um, uh what's it called behind mlm.com and it basically they they do really really good stuff if you're ever looking for any information on any of the latest scams do check that out
1: scams his hyperverse ponzi victims june the 1st 2022 the face of hyperverse ponzi fraud is out well doesn't say much more than that does it really if you're gonna hear that headline it's pretty dodgy Following unease over Hyperverse's versus Hyper1. That's another story, the Hyper1 token scam. And HyperNation reboots.
0: It's actually um, pretty breathtaking listening to all this stuff, especially when, like Vinnie and myself, we have been following this. And I'm not, um, you know, a scholar, but, you know, like, if you... I, I've just watched so much content. I mean, here's a photo of Kopish Pavula's family having, um, you know, a, a meal together, celebrating whatever, They're having good times, you know. And they, seriously, he has made a ton of money out of this. But this was only, this was on the 29th of May. And I'm recording this on June. So this is a couple of weeks ago. Doesn't look like a guy that's heartbroken because he's actually. Um, he looks like somebody who's very happy about getting away from hyperverse.
1: And there's Kalpesh enjoying lunch with all his family over in London just a few days after he exits. And it gets worse because Kalpesh is onto a new scam, and we'll go and check that out as well. He just can't help himself. The new scam. Check it out.
0: So ladies and gentlemen, so I had a video. I actually had this very video on my YouTube channel, and someone who is someone told me that they were going to prosecute me um, for um, having this video. And this particular guy here actually looked at my LinkedIn profile, checked me out, and then blocked me so I couldn't see him. But you know, like I don't, I don't want any grief from these guys. We are sort of pushing it to the limit when we're exposing these people and we're using their names. But this guy here, when I watch this whole presentation, if you want access to it, let me know. I'm happy to give it to you in a link. But it makes me sick. Actually, I tell you what, you go to my Facebook page and you can actually um, search for Danny DeHeck. you'll find my profile, more than welcome to add me as a friend, but go to my Facebook page, Danny, hit this very video that he's got here is on there. And these guys are just rampant. And the new scheme he's into is got 10 levels of, you know, trust us, give us your crypto. And everything that Kulpech is talking about, he's telling you about how he had to exit Hyperverse. And now he's telling you how this new company that he's learned about in the last 10 minutes has got everything that Hyperverse is going to be right now. And you just need to invest to give you more of your U uh, was it USDT and get invested in these. These guys have got NFTs, the whole nine yards all ready to rock and roll right now. And they're the biggest company and the biggest that and all this sort of shit. I uh, just it's it actually sit here and you think, boy, these guys just live life doing and promoting Ponzi schemes. Leaders from around the world, friends, family, thank you so much for joining us today on this special occasion. Um, big moment, big reveal, and I'm here with a dear friend of mine who I've known for many, many years, over a
1: decade now. Uh, a beautiful friendship has developed over that time.
0: He... Beautiful friendship of, of um, promoting uh, and scamming each other. Uh, it's breathtaking. Anyway, I'm just looking at the end of that. Um, I do wonder why these guys don't have good gear like um, I have. It um, takes a lot to get yourself set up so you have a nice green screen and beautiful imagery and good lighting. But I'm only on a budget. <laughs> these guys theoretically have got millions and super successful people. And then I look at this this video with this gumpy guy um at the end here. Um and and he's recording with bad lighting and the light, you know, never sit in front of a window. So these guys aren't professional. And the fact that you know, you try researching these guys and um, they're just nobodies. You know, they really are absolutely nobodies. And if you, they were really successful, then what are they doing every day and day in on a Zoom meeting trying to um, build an audience? I've just saw something that's interesting. This one back here. If you haven't watched any of the Hyper Nation videos, Kalpish just couldn't stand this, this guy in the mask. So that's why he's left Hyperverse, because he didn't like where HyperNation was going. Incredible. All right, another uh, YouTube channel that I really would recommend that you get involved in is this one here. Um, Not get involved in, but Ponzi Hater. He's done some brilliant videos, um, and we've had some really good laughs along the way. But just search for Ponzi Hater, and you can see one of the videos that really amazed me the other day was this video yeah, right. about uh, Grandpa Crypto. And it actually got removed by Facebook because he mentioned Grandpa Crypto's real name. So he's redone the video uh, without using anything but his alias name, so he's hoping that he isn't going to be in breach with uh, using and exposing this, girl's, uh, this guy's real identity but it's a brilliant video to watch uh he does talk about how you know this old 81 or 82 year old his family are all involved in hyperverse he has 2700 people um, that he signed up under hyperverse who now can't get any of their money yet but these guys have been in the industry of multi-level marketing for years and this is a really good video also uh sharon james who's also been done for Ponzi scams in the past. I'm not sure whether she's done jail time or not. But, oh, I just mentioned her real name. But these people are in bed together, probably literally, I don't know. But these people are actually the scum of the earth. They don't care what they do to get ahead in life. And obviously he's been traveling around. um, But by all means, don't let me ruin it. Uh, he's he's blocked out the the um, phone number this time. Good on you, mate. You've done a good job on this one. But these guys need to really be made accountable for their action. Um, this is the seminar that Kalpesh put on in Dubai, and that night he hired a one of the big yachts in Dubai and had a dinner with three hundred and fifty people. there's recruited. So all these people in the leadership teams. They really have um, been having a ball of a time. Now, if you think about this, uh, these guys are claiming victim mentality. They have been telling you that um, they are not able to get any more or any less money out of Hyperverse at the moment. But these guys have got millions of dollars out of what they're doing. So... Yeah, so that's really it. Um, so that's, I don't know if this is a podcast or a YouTube video. If you are listening to me in my podcast and you wonder what I'm talking about, you've got to go to dehec.com. Check out my website. I do put a lot of my, um, my podcast. I do scribe it. I use a service called Descript and I scribe my voice into text and I create a blog. I put that on my website and then I embed the video and I also take out the audio and use that as my podcast so that's why i call this the what the heck podcast but by all means do check out my youtube channel it's going better than i really hoped i've actually gained around about 1500 subscribers in the last six weeks and the main reason of that is literally because of hyperverse and i would like to find what content people do like if you go to my community area You'll see that I have a community, which is really, really nice. And just yesterday, I posted a whole lot of links in here. And I've got about 20 links to different websites. And these are actually other scams that are happening at the moment. I'll enlarge that because this is actually a YouTube recording. And you'll see that the ones at the bottom here where you've got the V99 gold and the the V99 main.net. And also the, I can't say that, but I presume that's Linda World, is it? Uh, let's see where we look. This might be really loud. Hold your ears. Lady N Lady Anne world, dot world. That's the one that Calpecia is now promoting. But if you look at um, GS Partners dot global, L- Linda's world. I hope I'm saying that right. And V99 Gold and G99 Gold. And I think there was another one in there that was. Oh, uh, yeah. But they're actually all got the same website designers, and they all look like they're. Uh, In bed together, and there was another scam going on about 10 years ago something carrot K bars or carrot bars. And um, the reason why I took that video off with GSB partners, they reckon I was misleading people with my information for God's sake. And that's a fact, I don't always have my information correct. I'm not a financial advisor, I'm not a crypto genius, I'm not gonna push my product or service down your throat. I do create online courses and uh, to be honest I've stopped doing them at the moment because I'm getting more traction with my YouTube videos so that's my motive and yeah I do get some money from producing these YouTube videos which is really nice and it's good it makes it all worthwhile so I don't just want to produce work um, YouTube videos for the hell of it I actually really sincerely want to help people and prevent them I'm getting scanned by these guys that live in Dubai and live in these flash apartments, and you're bankrolling them with your um, your investments of crypto. So the questions are really is what do you want? What are you trying to accomplish? I mean, we live in a have-now world, have-now world, don't we, where a lot of the kids leave school these days, and they instead of like when I left school at 14, I think I earned $2 an hour. And I think I was lucky if I got $99 in my pay packet for my week's wage. These days, kids' minimum wage, I think in New Zealand, it's $23, $24 an hour. So these kids are getting eight, $900 a week. And often they're just serving coffees or delivering drinks or doing any basic job. When I was training to be a painter and a decorator my goal was to get up to $400 a week for a wage. And I was deliriously happy when I managed to be a qualified painter and decorator. Um, but these days, because people expect life to be handed them on a platter, they watch too many Instagram movies. Um, really, I think it's quite sad that they expect to have it now. Why can't we build up a business? You know, I, I do drop shipping as a for a living. I also... Um, my partner's a photographer and sometimes I do a little video work with her. I'm learning how to do that as I go. I'm not a genius. I haven't done any education. I'm learning how to edit video a lot better because my YouTube channel. Um, What else do I do to make income? I own a business networking company. That's one of the big turning points with COVID is I had 150 people that I used to get together each week who owned small businesses and I used to help them network and get to know each other. I was a connector sort of guy. I started recording a Friday meeting called a Think Tank meeting and finished up wanting to try to make that into a podcast. And then I produced this very podcast. And then after podcasting, it's involved into YouTubing. Um, But my point is, anything that you think you might not be qualified to do, I do believe that making a start today rather than waiting to be perfect tomorrow because tomorrow never comes is really important. And it's not really the fact that something wasn't successful. It is more about the fact, what did you learn on the journey? What things did you learn? Now, I used to be a house painter. What did I learn from being a house painter? I had to work for four years before I became a qualified painter and a decorator. A guy that used to deliver the paint to the job said, why don't you work for yourself? And I said I'd never not work for a boss I wouldn't want the headaches and he said what headaches are you talking about and I said oh well you know I can't read and write very well I wouldn't be able to put together a quote and he said but you're really good in the procedures Uh, I can do all the paperwork you can do all the paint procedures and I have the last say on what um, we you know whether we burn it off whether we scrape it off whether we sand it off And what fillers we use and all that sort of stuff was really good. So I found my strengths and my business partner found his strengths and we combined and we started working for ourselves. Um, We realized that I was really good at hanging wallpapers, but these wallpapers that I was sticking up were really expensive wallpapers. And I thought, why do people pay so much for this wallpaper? Why can't we do fancy paint techniques? So I learned how to do paint techniques Then we got invited to do presentations to other painters on how to actually uh, create paint techniques. Now, I didn't know what I was doing, but because I started that journey, I I knew enough, enough. I don't really like saying fake it until you make it, but you learn skills along the way by doing. And it's the same with my YouTube channel. If you go back, I've done 400 videos but it's only been the last fifty videos where I've actually managed to get you know over a thousand views for each video. Uh, every time I edit my videos, I get better at it. Um, I don't know if you if you are on my YouTube channel, you might be listening to this on my podcast, but if you have a look at my videos now, you can see that I'm very clear in the picture. I'm looking directly at my camera lens. I'm not using uh, any, um cue reader cue card reader what are they called don't know um teleprompter that's right and also my color and my face is looking better because i've now met other youtubers who have shared their knowledge experience and skills and helped me be, become better at what i'm doing um you know i'm not skyting but i've i've sold a few hundred thousand dollars worth of products online now i used to have um products and in my cupboard, (laughs) and I used to package them up, take them down to the post office, and sell them each day. Because I started doing that, even though that wasn't very good money-wise, I then looked for ways of selling products that I didn't have to stock. I'm good at promoting, I know how to make things coming up in Google, so my strength is putting something online, making it found then people buy it from me, and then I get someone else to deliver the product. That's what drop shipping is. Then I realized that I might be actually better at building up drop shipping businesses and selling them as going businesses rather than doing the work myself. So, about a year ago, I actually sold one of my little drop shipping businesses to someone, and I provided them 10 hours of my time training them how to run it. They didn't really get it. They didn't really understand it. And they didn't do what I suggested. They cloned the website and then tried to duplicate it and do it in Australia and New Zealand and think they'll double down. So it was only a small business that was selling around about $1,500 worth of products a month. And they killed it and it got down to $400 worth of sales a month, which isn't enough. So now they... What they did is they sold their website to someone else. They hired me for 10 hours to train them up and how to, And it's going a lot better. We're going to get the website back because I do know what I'm doing. But ironically, who would think I could sell a website and then the people that purchased it for more than I sold it are now coming back to me asking me for advice on how to run it. So I, you learn skills and anything you learn from doing you can actually sell. A lot of my income at the moment comes from, you know, just consulting people and giving advising. But what I've found over the years is when I tell someone to do something, they don't often do it. So now what I do is I share with the technology of the camera and what we've learned using Zoom over the last few years, I've learned that we can work together. So I Like you would learn to drive, you have a driving instructor sitting beside you. That's exactly what I do. I wouldn't have learned that. (laughs) I wouldn't have learned that people want to sort of get a business that's already going rather than starting from scratch. I've started quite a few things from scratch. I've built up businesses. It's hard work. But a lot of the things you learn along the way are sellable and that's why people will, will buy you. So I've raved on enough. I've given you a little bit of a lecture. Once again, I really... I really do want you to spend the time um, with my colleague, Project Frugal, Vinnie. Uh, Subscribe to his channel. Watch his videos. Uh, He's got them in a playlist. Watch them one to five. You will have a new, um, you will have better understanding about how these companies smoke and mirror it until they become successful also check out my um uh Ponzi haters YouTube channel he'll make you laugh uh he's got a different angle on it than than us I like it uh he's got a wicked sense of humor one of the funniest videos which I have to show you is when I don't know if I can find it in a hurry oh here he is but this is when Kalpesh was in Dubai and uh I won't play at all. Scam! If you don't want your money, I'll take it. Wow, Kalpesh. I mean,
2: you're kind of honest in being utterly dishonest. So, Kalpesh, what actually brought you to Dubai? I mean, I heard you were on the run. Is it true? Well, it turns out when you scam people, they get quite angry. So I had to leave the UK, and it made sense to come to Dubai. This is where my my lover Ryan Zhu is, and uh, now we we are
0: getting on very good. He called me the big daddy. I like him. I don't need to hear about your love life, Kalpesh. So, you but know, it doesn't no, worry you. Run... He's absolutely a crack up um, really well worth um, having a look at. Hey, I've got uh, 1,930 subscribers. Thank you very much for, um, you know, listening to my podcast. And also and I'm uh, really I've done a video with my mate Rob here. Uh, we did a bit of a, I don't know how to explain it, Uh, the psychology of people who invest in Ponzi schemes, and it doesn't matter what you tell them, but we did have a bit of a laugh putting that video together the other day. And the other one, but last but not least, is if you come here, you can see I'm still getting those leadership um, videos together. Danny D-Hick. The last one I did, I were VIP listening to um, the people who were talking to Keith about how they're going to be loyal to him no matter what happens and it does really raise, raise that question is the psychology behind these people that won't let go and want to hang on to an investment actually is really mind-blowing so that's me so the facts are ah, um hyperverse has have, have they got any credibility um no did sam lee Have any wealth that the Hyperverse, Hyperfund people said he did? No. Have they got multiple companies that have invested in them that give them more credibility? No. You know, uh, you've got Ryan Zhu. You know, he's a crypto miner. I believe that his goal was to use Hyperfund to cash flow the, the mining that he's doing because that's where the money is is mining the crypto and the other weird thing we didn't mention is uh, Ryan Zhu is theoretically and we don't know this for a fact a part owner of Binance so are they like credit card companies and they're more after the transaction fees than the actual wealth of the company is that where they're making their money what's the bigger picture of Hyperverse uh Is it sustainable for a company to continuously survive on selling memberships? Hyperfun, Hyperverse, and HyperNation have no credibility. uh, Not credibility. They have no product or service. They're simply relying on other people signing up for memberships. Now, it's not sustainable. They work that out mathematically, and then they change it to membership 2.0. They also changed out the percentage, the daily rewards, to 0.3. They also increased the amount you needed to invest. They also extended it from 600 days to three one thousand 1,330 days before you got four times your investment. And you've got to ask yourself, is this company going to be here in three and a half years' time? It doesn't look like... If this was a company, they would have a company office and they would have, um, you know... A place you could contact and eyeball these but you don't so what you know these companies don't exist if it was a company the liquidators would have seized all their money and they would have seized all their computer hardware and they would have been paying back their investments but investors but it doesn't happen so you're going to ask yourself why has car decided to leave it and why has he now jumped out of one frying pan and into another one what's their motive what are they trying to accomplish by, um, you know, going from one Ponzi scheme to another one? And Sam Lee and Ryan, why are they not communicating with anyone at Hyperverse? You know, who's really running these schemes? Are we still believing blindly believing that these guys are the founders of these companies? You know, think about what you want to do with your money. It's going to be a bit hard for the next few years, especially if you're in America with a recession looming. You know, do you really, cash is king. Now, I gave somebody an example of something last night when I was out running around Hagley Park in the Christchurch where I live. And I said, look, beginning of the year, I put $10,000 in the bank. And the bank gave me nothing. No interest, no nothing. The banks are terrible. That $10,000 is actually still in the bank today. I went out and I sold some products as a drop shipper. And I made $3,000 worth of sales. I managed to get a $1,000 and put another $1,000 in the bank. And now I have $11,000 in the bank. So technically speaking, by selling a product or a service and banking my money, I can retain the money that I have. Now, you could argue that one day the bank will just close down. Now, New Zealand, because it's regulated, the government gives you some form of guarantee as well. Now, the government... Oh my goodness, they're they're crooks as well. They're just reprinting money all the time. But what's the most stable thing that we've got? Is it the banks? Is it the government? Well, it's not rocket science, it's tech science. But you think about it, you know, what is it that keeps the world going? Is it the way we treat people? Is it, you know, is it a good idea to scam your friends and family so that you can get more money? (laughs) I mean, all these people that have been out there promoting Hyperverse, Hyperfun, Hypercapital Tech, Hypertech Group, whatever it is, have been telling their friends and family that they need to uh, invest in this sure investment thing. And now, how do you think they'll be looking at themselves now? I've got a, a lady that used to come along to my business networking group called Joanna. And she's heavily involved in Hyperverse. She sent me a message and I, just as I was getting her message, I right back saying, oh, I haven't heard from you for a long time, Joanna. We should catch up. Be nice to catch up. And she said, take a video of me promoting my business networking off the internet. I don't want anything to do with any company that you're a part of. And I'm going, what's up? And I'm thinking, has her account been hijacked? So she hasn't even got the balls to communicate with me. Um, But then I found out she's heavily involved in Hyperverse and it's all fallen over. I've got um, another guy, Paul, who's invested in Hyperverse. So I sent him the link to my YouTube channel, a bit of tongue-in-cheek, I suppose, um, but hasn't got the balls to come back and say, oh, yeah, yeah, I know. And then I've got Kent and Shirley who tried to get me involved in Hyperverse way at the start because they were my friends that I hadn't seen for six years and then all of a sudden they decided that they will uh, help me find an investment opportunity of a lifetime. Thank goodness I didn't listen to you guys. And there's one other lady who's a dear friend, which I won't mention her name. But they are all trying to make money out of crypto. And now that crypto has burnt, crashed and burnt, it's there's not much opportunities out there. And I think there's a lot more bleeding that's got to go on yet. So... um So yeah, I don't like people losing their money, but I do not like people who encourage people to get involved with opportunities out there and make false claims. I mean, you've got to do your own due diligence, don't you? I hope this uh, little rant has been useful to you and I hope you've enjoyed listening to my podcast, watching my YouTube video and also checking out Vinny's and um, Ponzi Haters' uh, YouTube channels. And uh, as... Hill Street Blues once said uh, whenever they were running their TV uh, morning catch-ups, they used to always say, let's be careful out there, guys. We do not need to get scammed. Life's too short. Uh, appreciate your comments. And also, please, if you haven't already, do um, subscribe and hit that bell or post some feedback. Uh, be much appreciated. I'm Danny DeHeck, and this was the What De Heck podcast.